Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means another is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to Doctor Podcast featuring DrWandingSmith.com. It's Dr. Wayne Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of medical terms that I've been using, such as piloerection and oogity boogity. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Where were you? Okay. Uh, tell me, tell me, tell me, where specific. were you? Okay. Uh, a few seconds ago, I was still here. Okay. If that's what you're getting at. Do you need more context? I've been... If, if that doesn't answer the question. I have been trying this new way of entering into a conversation very abruptly, and people get very mad about the lack of context. Because, you know, I just... Oh, I'm not mad. I'll sort of burst into a room going, where are you? Yeah. And they'll be like, I don't... I'm here. I'm here. And it, yeah. people get very mad. And I think people... I think getting mad at me is bad, and it makes me mad. Aww. Well, so here's Do you, here's what I see as the problem. Okay. It's not... It's not the, the context. It's that... You tore the door off the hinges to do that. Well, I'm a strong little boy. Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. Like you burst in, you slam the door, and there are wood chips everywhere yeah. now. And Yeah, because I have this So I don't think I have the strength of a mountain. I have a strength of a big elephant. Because I'm a strong little boy. Yeah. Is that a mountain elephant? But yeah. This is all you're you're trying to change the conversation because you want to avoid answering the question. Where were you? Well, I just... Last okay. night, I was doing my nightly check before I went to bed, where I, I go by mm-hmm. everyone's houses. I go by DJ Dylan's house. I look through all of his windows, and I make sure his DJ set is still spinning at night, and I make mm-hmm. sure that his headphones are snugly on his head and positioned mm-hmm. so he can fall asleep easily. And I go by your house, Dr. London. I peer through your window uh, like I always do. Uh, uh, where okay. were you? Okay. You, this is tip for our listeners. Typically, when I, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's nine thirty. Let's say it's around Doctor London's bedtime. I go th- p.m. p.m. Yeah, I go through. I peek through his window. I see Doctor London in there, and he's usually got his sleeping cap on, and mm-hmm. he's wearing pajamas, and he's got a melting candle on a little glass plate that he is holding. He's sort of holding through the house as he's putting out each individual uh, lamp and, and candle and everything throughout the house. And so usually- It's also how I cook my food. Like I cook my food with a candle as well. That's that's obviously after dinner. Yeah, that's your own business. That's when you're catching me. My department is sleepy time and that yeah. you're talking about dinner time and that is a whole different area. I can't mentally switch there right I now. just, one leads to the other. So it's, to me, it's kind of- it's difficult to separate, but go on, go on. Okay, well, dinner is not sleepy time. Okay, this is irrelevant. No, it leads in. <sighs> I peek into your house last night, Dr. London. Okay. And what do yes. I see? I see no Dr. London. I see the plate with the candle on it unlit. I see your sleeping mm-hmm. cap just laying out on your bed waiting for you to put it on. But no, 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 Dr. London. He is not there. Where okay. were you? Now, don't be mad. 
Okay. I am already I... furious. I was furious, obviously, when I started this conversation. I'm heated as hell. I don't... So I am mad. I might not get madder. I can do that. I can control that for you. I'm not sure. Given what I say... Okay. <clears throat> so, like I said, I normally have dinner, and then whenever you eat a lot of food, mm. the blood rushes to your belly, mm -hmm. out of your brain, and it makes you sleepy. Mm -hmm. So... What happened last night? I learned about, and this is this was news to me. There's fast food. I don't have to cook my food with a candle. They actually, if you go to a place like there's a, what was the name of it? It was a a taco, a, a bell, a, a Taco Bell. I uh, you can go there. So sure. Yeah. New new to me as well. So I went to this place. But I mean, it's not gonna be bell. I don't understand this. Like, food is food. It's not going to be faster than cooking a candle. You're just going somewhere else, and they're cooking the food with the candle. Yeah, I know. But I think, I'm guessing they they start earlier. Because, you know, for me, it's a 16, 17-hour process. Sure. Because uh, I have a roast goose every night. And to do that, of course, you have to start early with a little towel candle. Yeah, so, and you've got to deal with the stuffing, and you've got to deal with cranberry sauce. and Oh, yeah. The and yeah. the guests. It's a whole, yeah. So, um, anyway, so I've got... I'm I'm at the Taco Bell and like I get there and I tell them I want a taco, and that's I, I clued in with the name that that's probably what they had. So told them I wanted a taco. Okay. And then, then they gave it to me just in minutes, literally just minutes. Well, I mean, like how many? Three hundred, four hundred minutes, five hundred. Okay, no, good question. Uh, no, it was I think two minutes. Well, and okay, I saw you don't them. Have to I know this is sort of. A I know this is a med medical education podcast, but we have fun, and it's sort of a comedy podcast too. But you don't have to tell jokes on the show, Doctor London. I mean, how many how many hundreds of minutes did it take? Okay, and it's it's once again the reason my mind was boggled is because okay, it took so little time. It took just and like I had my stopwatch, which I usually do for for cooking, mm -hmm. uh, and it didn't break this time. Like it just stopped. Which yeah, one? well, because you, you call it a stopwatch, you are using an egg timer, which those famously only go up to a single minute. Yeah. And so you, you're you doing this for 16, 17 hours, a single minute at a time. Yeah. And then and I, you even I say, mark on the like, wall oh, you know a little mark at, for each time that I, you know, I do one, two, three, four, and then five through it. Uh, yeah, like you do a jail cell to count your days there. So I do the same thing for my cooking uh -huh. process. Uh, but yeah. yeah, just counting. You don't have to describe it as like you're in a jail cell. It's just counting. Yeah, and I, why would I even know about the jail cell thing? So, um, anyway, yes, I do my stopwatch, and they before the stopwatch finishes, they bring me my food, and so then I'm no, yes, yeah, no, and it's so it's so fast and not labor intensive that I. I, I eat, and then I guess I just I just had so much time because because that that was at one p.m. when I did that. Normally, okay. once again, it takes a, a long time. Yeah, yeah. Up. So so then, what did you do with the rest of your day? I don't understand. Yeah, because I booked a flight and went to Cabo. Oh, okay. I guess that sort of makes sense. Well, yeah, because the meal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were full, and so of course you're gonna head on down to Cabo. Yeah. Okay. I had the time. 
because of fast food. So that's sort of the, that's how that played out. Uh, okay. I mean, are you mad? I just wanted to know. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm mad that you didn't get permission beforehand. Yeah. Which that sort of breaks a lot of our trust that we've built up mm-hmm. over years. With therapy. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, I know you've been saying that you really needed some me time. I, so I thought for a long long time you were talking about me time. Because when uh, you say me, I yeah. think, well, I'm me. And so when you said, I need me time, I thought you meant you need Cameron me time. Cameron yeah. time. Um, but and that's sometimes the case. Th- that is what I'm saying sometimes. See, you have to clarify because I get really, really confused here. But it sounds like you had some vacation time, you had some you time, and it sounds like you had a pretty good time, Dr. London. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't really yeah, know you, if you had a good time or care. Yeah. I haven't heard about that, and I'm not interested. I just wanted to know where you no, were. No, it was business. But you're go- nine, tonight, 9.30, you're going to be there, right? When I check on you. Uh, I, I really can't say. This fast food thing's really, really exciting for me. Just don't. I don't like you getting involved with like dark arts. Like if this is involved like occultic stuff or magic stuff that they're like using spells or whatever to heat this stuff fast, it, you know, that's fun in books and Harry Potter and all that stuff. But like, you should not be messing if with that's, that. If that's how they do this, we need to look into this. But uh, anyway, uh, so, so that's our producer, Cameron. Uh, also with us is did you do in the house? Did you don the house? Did you the house? Where were you? Taco Bell. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Taco Bell. I meant to cook my food with the candle. I meant to cook my food with the candle. They actually, if you go to a place, like, there's a Taco Bell. I meant to cook my food with a candle. I meant to cook my food with a candle. Where were you? Taco Bell. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Taco Bell. I meant to cook my food with a candle. I meant to cook my food with a candle. I booked a flight and went to Cabo. I booked a flight I booked a flight and went to Cabo. I booked a flight. 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 I this note comes from a smartphone. The note reads, quote, You announced earlier this week that you've taken a vow of silencing others as a form of meditation. Uh, has that helped clear your mind? End quote. So, Cameron, um, I know you took that vow of silencing yeah, others. Yeah, this is definitely, I think this question is definitely uh, directed towards me. Yeah. yeah, I found a lot of peace in this sort of practice. I learned um, I learned this practice from my my neighbor's dogs dog walkers dogs dog walker okay they told you to shut up a lot is that uh well he was shoving me to the ground a lot okay 
And the, the thing is, is that I, I'm being silenced by being hit, hitting the mm. ground at a sort okay. of great speed. And that's bad. Or good? I, he se- well, he seemed very zen. Okay. And very like with it put together at peace. Gotcha. And so I sort of had to assume like, okay, so maybe like actually you hear about these monks on these mountains or whatever taking this vow of silencing others and you think like that's not going to do anything for me spiritually. Yeah. But then you see this guy, my my neighbor's dogs, dog walkers, dogs, dog walker, shove me to the ground every time he sees me. I just run up to him and I say hi and he just pushes me. I I see how at peace he is and I start to wonder, okay. And you've been... You know what? Maybe I need to stop being so cynical. Yeah. Maybe I need to be more open to these sort of spiritual larger experiences. So I've been shoving people to the ground, little kids, old ladies... Um, there was a priest who was walking with a rabbi and I shoved them both to the ground. Okay. So no discriminating then it's both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And not, yeah, not one harder than the other or anything like that or. Okay. Yeah. I mean, equality is, is good, I guess. Uh, so, so do you feel more Zen? Do you feel more at peace? Clear mind? I feel, well, okay. So I feel like it actually is might've been counterintuitive because every time i shove someone to the ground i get really like pumped up to shove someone else to the ground and it sort of causes this domino effect there was i i was at a grocery store recently and there was a line there's a line of about 30 people Mm -hmm. and i was trying to center myself because i was frustrated at such a long line so you know i shoved the person in front of me but that got me amped up again and so then one at a time i mean domino effect shove shove yeah. shove 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 until i'm all the way at the front and i'm able to leave quicker than everyone else and i hate that i had to do that dr london yeah i hate that but so, so oh see so you didn't like the feeling at the end was it like guilt i was i mean i was tired i was oh, okay. exhausted okay well I mean, I, and so you can see, like, I'm yes, I'm trying to find Zen, but how am I going to find Zen when I'm so tired from getting into these like yeah. altercations with people, where I'm sort of just grabbing them by their shoulders and shoving them to the ground? Yeah, Zen and sleepiness aren't necessarily the same, but I think there is some overlap. No. Uh, so, so to our listener who's asking, um, and that was a a smartphone. Uh, smartphone is who sent that in. Uh, thank you very much, uh, and I hope this. I think it will. So I think it's a get smartphone. It's a it's branded as Steve Carell mm-hmm. movie or remake, I should say, of Get Smart. Yeah. And I think it's just a, a Motorola razor that's got Steve Carell's face on it. Okay. And when you call it, he says that's what she said, which is not I mean, it is Steve Carell, but it's not, not same, from yeah, that same project. Production. But I guess they just sort of thought he would be more known for that than for some quote from Get Smart. I mean it's true, because yeah, I yeah. wouldn't know. I wouldn't recognize if it was like, unless he said, oh, I'm getting smart or, you know. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if he even said that in the movie. I'd, I'd still assume the other reference, honestly. We don't, we aren't mentioning it directly, what we know that those quotes are from, but because we don't really believe in mentioning that. Anyway, um, so to this listener, thank you. And if any of you out there, any of you listeners want to, you can tweet at us. You can uh, tell us on Instagram whatever your questions are. We are at yeah, Jock Talk even, Podcast. Even if you don't want to, you can you still, can still do, do that. It, yeah. You still have that option. Like, don't think that that option is limited to people who want to contact us. Yeah. It's open to everyone. 
And now for today's medical topic, achalasia. Achalasia is the inability of the lower esophageal sphincter of your throat to relax due to the loss of the nerve plexus within the lower esophagus. So basically, your digestive tract normally uses a process called peristalsis to move food along, kind of like how a worm moves. And in achalasia, the patient loses that ability uh, in the lower esophageal sphincter. And that's the part that's just before the food reaches the stomach. So I, I've had this exact issue. You're talking about when a worm gets caught in your, your throat and everything you eat, it eats before you. And so you just end up so hungry. I, so that, that's not, that's his different clinical syndrome. I think I have absolutely struggled with that quite a bit. Okay. It sucks too. Cause it's like, you know, that he is enjoying all of this good food that I'm spending so much money on. You know I like to spend money on my dinner, Dr. London. Yeah, well, ever since you got that worm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been paying a, a ton ever since that worm got inside me. But it's really frustrating because I know, like, I can taste it, which is good. I get that benefit of it. Like, I do taste it on my tongue. But I'm so hungry, Dr. London. But I just... The worm keeps... Why have just... you been increasing your food budget so much since the worm like what about the worm oh. makes you want to eat nicer food is it well it just i it just i mean i just buy what i feel dr london i've just started feeling that way um, i started suddenly feeling like i'm so tired of eating dirt which i'm not you know i'm not much of a dirt eater not anymore no like, but that's what I was, you could, I could sort of taste it in my mouth and was like, oh, I'm so tired of eating dirt. I wish I could get a nice ribeye. Well, the, the fact that you made the, cause I feel like you were kind of into eating dirt up until recently. Yeah. Like in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, but then the worm came along and it seems like you've made a transition into just like human food. I, I feel like dieting just isn't your thing. Uh, but in any case, so th this achalasia, it typically happens in patient, patients under 50 years old, and it presents with progressive difficulty swallowing, or dysphagia, uh, to both solids and liquids at the same time. Uh, diagnostic testing, uh, it includes a barium esophagram, which will show a bird's beak appearance as uh, the esophagus comes down to a point. Um, the most accurate test will be manometry, which will show a failure of the lower esophageal sphincter to relax. Upper endoscopy will show normal mucosa and achalasia, but uh, it may be useful to rule out cancer. Uh, treatment is simple, mechanical. The I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about how when there's a worm up your butt, like your sphincter can just not relax. Okay, different sphincter is... So, so, yeah, so the... Because I've had that issue too, where I've got a worm on the other end of this yeah. whole system. And so it's eating everything that I'm trying to get out. And so I don't get the satisfying plop of a turd. That sounds less bad than than the... It's not terrible. It's just like, oh, it's just, again, it's like the worm gets to appreciate all this and I don't. Is that the relief you feel is the plop sound? It's the sound that really lands for you? Oh, yeah, it's the sound. I mean, it's the the acoustics in my bathroom, Dr. London, okay. are incredible. Yeah, and that's, I mean, my bathroom's famously horribly, I like, I need to get a guy to just design oh. the room because it's, it's, it's pretty bad. Like, whenever I hear a plop, I'll, it's just echoes, very echoey and not, not helpful. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, I, I've tried singing in your bathroom. I understand yeah. exactly what you're talking about. It's That's frustrating. Terrible. Uh, in any case, uh, so so treatment for uh, this echolasia is simple mechanical. I used to busk in your in your bathroom. Sorry, I just people might not understand that, but I used to, you know, I had an acoustic guitar in my case. And I would play for dollar bills of people coming and going yeah. in your well, bathroom. And you made, yeah, you made good money. And, uh, yeah, I was making, I mean, like 65,000 yeah. a year plus benefits. The, the, yeah, the benefits I think were largely because you it happened to be in a doctor's house, but yes. Um, so, so anyway, a treatment is simple mechanical dilation of the esophagus. There's no real cure for echolasia because nothing can restore the normal function of the missing neurological control of the esophagus. Pneumatic dilation is a highly effective treatment that involves the placement of an endoscope that will uh, allow the device to be inflated, which will enlarge the esophagus. And this is safer than surgery, but it's less effective. And it's still, um, it can cause perforation to the esophagus in less than 3% of patients. Uh, surgery would involve uh, sectioning or myotomy. That's, that's cutting out some of the muscle uh, to alleviate symptoms. And finally, patients may also get Botox injections in the lower esophageal sphincter. But the problem with that is that the effects wear off in three to six months, requiring reinjection of the Botox. And you know, the busking that I was doing, it wasn't just like an acoustic guitar performance. It was also, I mean, I would do puppet shows, I would do breakdancing, I would do magic. I, I was a variety. I just wanted to, yeah, you know, I was a variety guy. Thing. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't in a corner. Oh, I have to play Wonderwall on the That you did. No, yeah. I'm painting. I'm painting worms because that's all I can think about now is worms, worms, worms. So I'm painting these pictures of worms. I'm doing these fun puppet yeah. shows with worms. And just. It's just, I, it's a lot of worm yeah, based art. Which is, surprisingly, there was a huge demand for at the time. Uh, I say surprisingly, but yeah, from yeah, from like the customers in the bathroom, it was mostly from you. Yeah. That was all right. Yeah. Well, I think well, you know, I I don't want to plug your music over much because it'll kind of overshadow the gas. If we could move on, okay. Yeah, sure. Just check out Bandcamp dot com slash Wormageddon. Okay. All right, and we're currently being sued by worms armageddon the you know the video game but that's uh they're sort of they're sort of destroying us and the podcast so if this podcast isn't here next week that's yeah it's the worms armageddon guys because they've got to got us over a barrel here i shouldn't have like sort of sold all that merch so quickly okay anyway anyway okay whenever i said that yeah let's actually okay, move on though. yeah no i i'm just bummed about this one All right, uh, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is that right? That's right, Dr. London. We have a very, very, very special guest today. Welcome to the show. Oh, it's it's Hi. great to be on the show. Uh, not a lot of medical uh, shows such as yours are uh, brave enough to give me a platform, uh, but I appreciate you and all you do. You, you've had a lot of other shows sort of shut you down, like, or you've tried to get on those shows, or oh, yeah, I, I'm very good at preaching to the choir, but a left leaning liberal show, um, you know, with your liberal agendas, 
if, if that's well, fair for me to say. Uh, I mean, I don't know that it, that's fair necessarily. I think because we we aren't really political here. We're just yeah. It's just science. And I mean, like y- you say, liberal leftist. I'm a pescatarian, so I you know I, I don't even identify that way. Oh well, I uh, I don't eat fish myself, um, but uh, science you, that that that's such a uh, a liberal buzzword. Like, oh, we're not political; we just believe in science, quote unquote. Science. Uh, I, I, I get where you're coming. from. Well, it's a quote because we say it out loud. That's that's usually the reason why there's quotes around it. If uh, if we say it in our heads usually we won't have the quotes there um if we if we write it down it also will be you know out of quotes but out loud usually anytime you're saying any word you're sort of quoting whoever had just said that word before you is is that a liberal agenda oh oh, yeah now all of a sudden you've redirected things to speak uh, to talk about grammar that that's such a a liberal go to like oh my grammar wasn't good because I didn't use quotes the right right way so obviously I don't have a valid point is that what you're saying you don't have a valid point no I I have a very valid point it, it's just that you okay. guys won't Yo. let me get to it you uh, one you haven't introduced me. Yeah, let's backtrack a second here. Who 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 are we speaking to? Who are uh, you? And my name, my name is Dr. Lennon Smith. Oh yes, this is our producer Cameron. Hi, sorry. I I, 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 I know who you are. I assume you know who I am. You've reached out to me through my podcast, the Pillcast. Uh, yeah, Cameron, you you do all the scheduling stuff. It's, so. Yeah, it's mostly uh, most bookings are a blind event. It's sort of, I put my hand in front of my eyes, I go on the internet, I start clicking around until my email oh, that's, application that's, that's opens, very and then I send ableist. the email. That's very ableist. Blind. Uh, oh, okay. So, wait. Yeah. You were getting on to us about being too leftist for just acknowledging grammar, but now you are mad that I used an ableist slur of blind well i i believe as a a a doctor as a doctor uh dr uh jacques doc um took the hypocritical oath and he's being a hip you both are being hypocrites right now i'm not gonna disagree with you on dr london being a hypocrite i do want to specify i am not a doctor i'm a pescatarian right we we've established that Uh, yeah and i don't eat fish and and those are two separate uh, yeah i but uh okay so i guess i mean yeah sure we all we all took the same that this well sorry we all i took the oath none of you took the oath i assume i'll so, take an oath i'll take an oath right now i'll take it i swear I, to tell I, the I truth to the whole you. truth and nothing but the truth yeah, and I, okay, Dr. London, you know I took the QAnon oath, Michael Flynn's QAnon oath, just last summer. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I, I love oaths. Yeah, or oath. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we're getting off the wrong foot. Uh, I just didn't realize you that you were us- going to be such bad hosts that you would invite me on your program and then be so combative to me. 
Do you want to hear what I have yeah. to say, or do you do you want to just yes, talk about I'm my sorry. grammar and my misuse of quotes? So it, it it sounds like you have a podcast. You said you have uh you have a show called the Pillcast. Is that what you said? The Pillcast. Yes. So what is that? What okay. is, what does that mean? What is that we about? We advocate. Uh, here's that buzzword back in your face, Doctor Jacques. Um, uh, science. We are pro pills, pro science. Uh, Sure. You know, we're, uh, you know, specifically, specifically Mm -hmm. what I would like to speak about today is the so-called opioid epidemic, which is such a disgusting word, epidemic. Yeah, it's not my favorite word. I, you know, usually when it comes up, it's a negative connotation. What is your favorite word? Ooh, okay. Cellar door. No, that's two words. That's a, that's a, oh, uh, well. Well, let's, oh. we'll, we'll, you know. Vaudeville? It's debatable. Maybe. Vaude, that's a good word, too. I, Thank I, you. I, I do. Hey, like, hey, look at us getting along, huh? And I'll, I'll take cellar door as one word. It, well, okay, I guess we're not getting along then because uh, that's two, that's clearly two words. It's a type of door. So. That's an adjective and a noun. Specificity. You're supposed to be a doctor. What are you going to do? Open up some patient and just be like, I'm going to take out some junk. No, you want specifics. I'm going to take out that junk right there. Yeah, but... I'm sorry, I didn't realize you... Are you... You're a surgeon of grammar now? You're a surgeon of how things are spelled and how words are, Dr. London? That's That's your job? No... I get okay. You walk you walk into a patient's office and you're like I before E except after C. Is okay. that was that what you're doing? No. Okay. You idiot. Okay. Um I'm sorry, Mr. What was your name again? You tell me. Okay, well okay, so Cameron has all of your sort of PR stuff. Okay. Uh Pillcast, you're really into opioids and then uh, epidemic uh Yes, okay. M- Mr. Evil man. Now, that is so rude. That is so rude, Doctor. Evil man. Oh, because I believe in opioids. You're gonna call me an evil. It's pronounced Evelman. My name is Damian Evelman. D. Evelman. Okay. Well, Mister Evelman. I mean, can you? You know, you're you're on here. You're very combative. You got mad at us for being combative, but I mean, you're you're here to talk about the opioid, you know, quote unquote crisis. And to to what about it? What do you what, well, what do you want to talk again, about? It is quote unquote because he said it out loud. Okay, but the rest also could have been the crisis. Uh, th- that's a better word for it than epidemic. Uh, the crisis is that opioids have gotten a bad rap in the liberal media. Oh, because opioids have really positive uses. They do. Yeah. They so, do. I mean, one of one of the reasons why they've gotten a bad rap is because uh, they were marketed, you know, with false information to physicians like myself. To what no. what false what false information that, that they're not addictive. Name one fallacy. They're not addictive. Uh, oh, do you do you, do you think that? Because I think a lot of people what are currently addicted, and that's no no people are addicted to feeling good. 
Do you do you like going to the the? Do you watch the comedies on the NBC? Yes. Uh, so you can so you can laugh so you can chuckle. Do you, do you watch like the Big Bang Theory or, or Young Sheldon? Yeah, because those are the ones I relate to the most. Oh, are. Are, I sort of you, would consider those a comedy epidemic, though. So I, I, I think that might be going against your point. Oh, oh, the comedy police. Reno, Reno, get the comedy ambulance here. He got you there, Cameron. We have a malpractice suit. Uh, I, okay, yeah, fine. I, mean, fine, I, fine, I went to Comedy Police Academy for a reason. I mean, okay, thank you for acknowledging me, my title. You're rich and Morty's. You know, maybe that's what you like. Sure. Uh, you know. Your South Porks, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's comedy. Oh, you laugh at those. Are you addicted to those? No, you just like to see I, them. Honestly. Yeah. And I don't like it's, and granted, I, I will say, you know, there is sort of an addiction pathway within the brain. And I don't know that South Pork directly causes that. I haven't run the scans myself, but I suspect uh but yeah, yeah i mean uh, it, if if we're going by the definition of addiction in that it's physiological it's something versus, that you you yeah. have to have that starts actually affecting other aspects of your life i would say absolutely yes i have a south park addiction i watch the episode where they go to the water park and it fills up with pee over and over and over again and my friends and family have talked to me about it um you know they we've had the interventions and I've, I've gone to therapy and you know done rehab and all that stuff and it's a i mean it is a it's a battle but it's a disease though you know it, it's not my fault oh uh, it tells someone suffering from uh, rheumatoid arthritis that your south park addiction is the same as what they're suffering from it's not a disease. He does. You, you just like. I, the, you just like. Yeah. To feel. Is that good. what you're here to talk about? Is how my South Park addiction is the same as I, arthritis? I don't think it is. I don't think it is a disease. I wow. think your loved ones are oh. pulling the sheet over your head. I, I, I think they're blinding you because oh, of their no. guilt because they don't understand the South Parks. Well, okay. A. They put the sheet over my head because I was going as a ghost for Halloween. B. It wasn't covering my eyes because there were the little eye holes there because it's my ghost costume. So, and I don't know how you figured that out. I don't know how you found that out because I was hidden. Well, you under posted the, sheet. the pictures I, everywhere. You know, I, it's hard not to figure it out, but, um, you have you know, my little Tony bed sheets. Yeah. So you did see the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were on sale, right? Well, I know you're a full grown man. Yeah. I sold I, only custom made, one set of queen size My Little Pony bed sheets. Of course, it was you as the Well, ghost. he stitched them together. They, they were. Oh, they're. Custom? It was originally, yeah, they're twin custom. size. Oh. Do you have an Etsy store? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I stitch together various different cloths and pillowcases, all sorts of different things that could I think could be children together in a, yeah. in a sort of a creative could way. Could you shoot me the link for that? It's uh, D. Evelman. Uh, at Yahoo, it 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 is Bandcamp.com slash Wormageddon again. I don't know if when by the time this episode comes out, if that link will still work because of the lawsuits that we're dealing with. So, but yeah, that's where his Etsy store is located. That is a, a nice redirect on, on Bandcamp. Okay, yeah, 
Yeah, that checks mm-hmm. out. So, and I, you know, I, th- I think we may have gone slightly off the topic, just ever so slightly, but I feel like there was a point at which you were saying that, well, I was saying certainly that the opioid epidemic was, you know, maybe crisis, caused, crisis, not epidemic or crisis. Sure. was caused at least in part by the pharmaceutical companies lying to physicians and then the physicians passing on that lie to the, the patients about the addictive properties and oh, how harmful it could be. Anything you can do to pass the blame, huh, Dr. London? Someone must have lied to these physicians. Is that is that how this works? Yeah, I, I'm a rep from a drug company. I went to school for almost four years. You're a doctor. I I would put it on you that maybe Wait, you went to Yes. You went to drug rep company school? I took an online course in marketing. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't That took almost four years, that course? Well, I had to get like the general education requirements in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, okay, okay. You're talking about the you're the whole yeah, college I, experience. I was okay, a sure. male cheerleader in high school and I'm very, very handsome. I blew out my knee uh mm-hmm. doing the pyramid and uh you know, they told me I could either model uh, underwear for the Sears catalog, but I have a weird birthmark on yep. my left thigh that I'm very self-conscious of because... They said all of that to you? Yeah. Yeah, who who, and my, who told my, you that? Uh, the, the agency. Okay, but they, they told you? They told me oh. that I would be a good drug rep. Okay. And I believe so the, in my product. Yeah. They said you could Opio- be a model, yeah. but you have that birthmark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said the other alternative would be drug rep. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're like, you're, okay. you're charming, you're handsome. and Yeah, you're you either going to be a model. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or drug rep. Okay, so you took one class during your... What, what did you major in? If You took one marketing class, but what was what your major in college? Uh. Major is the the one that you do a lot of. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I see what's going on. So where you did you go to Harvard and they call them concentrations there? Is that is that sort of what you what you're getting at? In a I'm gonna be honest way? with you. I'm very charming, and I didn't really do a lot of the studying. I kind of got by on uh, looks, and uh, my family. Um, made a sizable donation to the school. Okay. So. Oh, wow. To the online school. Wow. Well, I guess still congratulations for, when did you, I'm sorry. I I don't mean to pry into all your education, but it is sort of part of uh, what I feel like what makes a lot of us who we are whenever we go through the the education process. Oh, easy for you to say because you're a doctor. So if that's going to define who we are, then I guess you're just better than me and Cameron. I think I think that is easy for him to say, right? Is that is that right, Doctor? I haven't said it. It's easier for I, you to say. I, so look, far. I don't want. Uh, okay, Mister Evilman, I Evelman, Evelman, I don't Evelman, Evelman. I'm so sorry, Mister Evelman. I I hope I'm we're, I'm not misunderstanding things, but it seems like you're coming at us with a combative attitude and keep saying these sarcastic things 
that are unfortunately describing exactly what we believe and sort of how we think. So you sort of come in here and you say, oh, you think you're better than us. Dr. London does think he's okay, better than us. Okay, well, well let, let's reset. I came in hot. Okay. Um, you know what? I'll reset too. My mission statement is that opioids are completely safe. They're not only safe, but they're good yes. and they're good for you. And there is a crisis, and that crisis is, one, usage is going way down, especially since medical marijuana is being introduced as an alternative, and I, and there's misleading information out there, like 93,000 people died from opioid abuse, quote-unquote abuse, in and that's 2020. Just, I mean, and that's yeah, just that, a number. You know what I mean? Um, 93,000, right. 18, all you know of how many people died from cancer that in 2020? F- nearly 600,000. Heart disease, oh. 6,500,000. That's how you say yeah. numbers, 6,500,000. Yeah. But no one's jumping on like, ooh, heart disease is bad. Ooh, cancer is bad. No. Instead, people uh, like the CDC um, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services uh, are getting billions of dollars in grants to tell you that opioids are bad. Why aren't they saying that cancer is bad? Why aren't they saying that heart disease is bad? That is, I, I, I do... I do vaguely remember Dr. Fauci himself saying that heart disease is awesome and it's funny. I, Probably. So, so I really, I, I just, I'm pretty sure he said one, that. One little thing here. I feel like maybe, you know, I don't have my ear to the streets like Cameron does, so I can't tell what everyone is saying. But from us who are, <clears throat> so, how to say it, we, we, the prescribers, from our perspective, mm-hmm. uh, the people are saying that cancer is bad and that we should like work against it and same with heart disease that's also bad again i mean even with the cancer i so i mean you know mr fauci he's, he's the doctor he's the pizza chef down at, oh he's the pizza chef down at my okay, pizza different. store and he keeps telling me cancer's funny heart disease is funny no joke should be off limits pc culture is destroying america he keeps he keeps going on these sort of conversations and dr london you're over here saying well no he doesn't say those things he's a genius okay so shut up i guess that's that's a that's a pretty good guy so that's a different fauci i think what's what's the first name of this pizza guy oh doctor okay so that's a very common first name uh, look at you, Doctor yeah. Jacques. No, no, I, you know? I, I, I yeah. understand. So, so one thing I would say is that the uh, so so Doctor Anthony Fauci is you know he's that the head of the uh, whatever infectious disease at the National Institute of Health, and so that's that's one person that I feel like a lot of people reference with regard to mm-hmm. our approach to infectious disease, and I think that you, Cameron, are confusing. That Dr. Fauci with the Mr. Dr. Fauci who works at the pizza place. Yeah, the pizza man. Yeah, pizza man. Sorry, did I pronounce that wrong? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's just, you know, we don't want to offend our 
Uh, yeah. Or pizza yeah. men listeners. Our yeah. pizza subscribers. Okay. Um, so, so I think that's it's just a point of confusion. And I would also say, though, that, you know, we, we say that cancer is probably bad. Um, and not probably. It's, it's pretty bad. And that heart disease is pretty bad. It's bad. And, um, but you're saying those are bad by in my contrast math, to opioids, which are good. They are 10 times as quote unquote bad as opioids. Like, okay. Ooh, 93,000 uh, people died from opioids. See, the number sounds big uh, every, time, every time you say it. Yeah, but I don't know the way he says it with that voice. It kind of makes it sound small. It takes him so long to say it. Yeah, I mean, okay, look at it this way: ten point one million people, uh, ages twelve or older, have misused opioids. Wow, that's so many. And of that, we we can sub subtract uh, seven hundred forty five thousand that have used heroin. So that's only nine point seven million that misuse prescribed opioids. Of that 9.7 million, only 93,000 have died. Yeah, that's not even... And you know... It's a percentage Like the, you, Like you said before, these are people who are addicted to feeling good and having fun and enjoying life. Exactly. So I exactly. hear this number of 10 million people... Okay, well, ten million people also watched, you know, the you know Game of Thrones. I'm sure they also had a good time up to well, a up to a certain point, point. You know, that's the thing. No, I think with both of those, there is a very real metaphor to be found. That if you watch Game of Thrones to the end, or if you take opioids to the end, mm-hmm. either way, it's a problem. It's not good. Uh, how so? Oh, you're gonna die! Look at some some great Americans have quote unquote died uh, from opioid uh, a quote unquote abuse. Prince, were we talking about Prince before he died? No, who even knew who Prince was? No one knew. Mac Miller, he he was a rapist. It was Ariana Grande's boyfriend? And, no one knew. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Yeah. Well, in his case, I uh-huh. the wrestler China. Uh, there was a, a southern rock musician named Tom Petty. You probably never even heard of his music, but n- then he died of opioid, quote unquote, abuse, and now everyone's like, "Ooh, I love Tom Petty." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I know China. That was the only one you mentioned that sort of stuck out to me. But yeah, Doctor London, you're ragging on opioid use, but. Have you never like taken a hydrocodone and and you know watched Jeopardy? Not that. See that combination. It's I'm great. not sure is you know. Well, I when, okay. I'll admit now that when I had my wisdom teeth out, I uh-huh. took some opioids, the minimum prescribed amount that I was advised to take. What, oh, what, did, that, what okay. did you take? I, I I see sort of the confusion. Sorry to interrupt, but I see sort of the confusion. You took the minimum amount. Dr. Leonard, if you go to the doctor and you pretend to still be in pain, they'll re-up that. I, th- I think that's where a lot of the miscommunication is. Uh, so, so yeah, you just don't know the trick of it. So No, I... You can get more I of was, those. I was admitting, you know, cards on the table. Like, I've actually been... I have partaken of these opioids. And j- just... You know, giving that disclaimer. 
So, so you've taken them, and now you don't want other people to have them when you know firsthand that they're awesome. Well, I, I would say at the time I didn't know. I don't. I don't believe that the epidemic was well known or well documented. Crisis, crisis, not epidemic. S- sorry, not crisis, epidemic. Uh, so the crisis is that our numbers are down. Oh wow! Is that what we're you're here not for? successfully marketing towards children? Ah, they still make Flintstone vitamins. When's the last time you saw a child eating, watching the Flintstones? I propose that we make. I went to Flintstones camp, but yes, but you're a grown man, Cameron. I'm talking about small children. Yeah, we have them 12 and older, but what about the children under 12 that maybe might like a children's chewable opioid in the shape of an animal? You know, like a a, a sickly oh, wow. aardvark or a, a sewer rat like that tastes and, like cherry. And this is a subject that's actually pretty close to our hearts because uh, early on in, in this show, a couple years ago, we a big part of this show was sort of marketing my my beer that I was brewing towards yeah, the same but- demographic. Um, but we... You know, unfortunately, we a lot of those customers have moved on um, to another plane of existence, and so we sort of transitioned into like a different business model. But I mean, it's really the, it's all the same thing, Doctor London. Well, I would say the other business model that we've we switched to, we are marketing more towards the geriatric, very close to death population. Uh, so once again, so yeah. so possibly if they are on. Have you looked into hospice care? Like I know that twelve years. You know I shouldn't. I shouldn't give advice on this marketing. This is a pretty bad thing that's happening. So, like I would even say, you know, benzodiazepines like Xanax. That's usually uh, a lot of doctors won't won't prescribe that like anymore a either. Good alternative because it's so we should be well, given so, to kids. Uh, it's so widely used, but it's still addictive. So maybe if we just stay away from addictive substances. Maybe that's, you know, a, an answer. Well, the, you, this podcast, you know, uh, our, our guest here did mention beforehand that we might be a little too, like, uh, in our in our little political bubble, Dr. London. Maybe we're too in our shell. So everyone has a say here, Dr. London. You okay. say, let's yeah. get away from the addictive stuff. I say addictive stuff is fun. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Evelman, I, I, Evelman. I, I mean Evelman, uh, Evelman. I mean, it, can we hear your two cents? Okay, listen. I know technically it would be illegal for me to offer you some sort of gift. Oh, good. So you know that in exchange of your promotion, but yeah, um, so you- could your producer pause the recording? Cameron, can you do that? Is that possible? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let me. So I've got a here. Let me. Um. Let me just. It's a uh, button that probably looks like I've got a not like a solid square, but see. like a square. Honestly, not the way he the sets middle. it up. Yeah. Here, let me. Okay. I'll pull. Hold on. Okay. Just, just take this out and post. Take this well, out. Well, safety Dolan can. I don't know if the technology. Doctor Jacques. Doctor Jacques. Do you, do you own a boat? Uh, not just one, no. Not just one. So you, you are uh, 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 
your your yachtsman? Yeah, well, I, I have two, one for each foot. And then I have ropes and I steer with that. And it's kind of a fun game to try to keep both steady while I while I ride. Are are you thinking are you thinking skis? That's like what I was thinking at first. Skis? No, I'm talking the actual the actual boat that would pull yeah, you on. I'll say you, the amount of times that I try to drive them that way. What are what are you driving? Okay, you said yeah. drive. What are you so, driving these days? So I am driving the the two yachts, but they have I've been driving so on them on the back. road. What do you oh. drive around to do your errands? Yes, okay. Uh, I have a I have a little Do you like a Tesla 3? A tricycle. Okay, I can get you into a Tesla. We just need your support on this. So, Cameron, um, st- start like punch this back in. Take out all this other stuff about the Tesla, and and let's uh, okay. And then okay. Um, l- let's take it from um, opia here. I'll set you up, and Doctor Jacques. Yeah, and we'll just a very nice, easily a go very back into nice it. Tesla. Tesla three has autopilot. You're gonna love it. Okay, uh, and three, two, one. So really, what we're looking for are open-minded doctors such as yourself, young doctors who yes. are willing to maybe keep an open mind out there about opioid usage. So what do you say, Doctor Jacques? You know. One thing. Do we have your support? Yeah, one thing super closely related and to that is aren't the Teslas under investigation for their uh, autopilot system? Like there's some big investigation, they've killed people. Isn't that. Oh, and you're blaming that on the opioid uh, crisis as well? These I just, I'm doctors, sorry. I don't man. know how my mind went okay, there. Okay, Cameron, Cam, Cam, cut, cut this next part out. Okay. Do you like Honda Civics? Yeah, I, yeah, I have one of those. Yes, I don't drive it. Honda, I live in how it. How would you like? How would you like a twenty twenty two model? Well, that's that's impossible. This, the this is twenty twenty one is the year right now, so that's not possible. But the twenty twenty two models are hitting the streets. Well, it'll right now. impossible. Are you a time traveler? I don't. Sure, sure, I'm a time traveler. Wait, okay. Will you and you know what I see in the future? I see a brand new 2022 Honda Civic with you behind the steering wheel. I'm sorry, you're a time traveler? All we all we need you to do is just say, "Hey, opioids are great." And then prescribe them to as many people as you can. Yeah, I mean, Dr. London, if this guy's from the future, maybe well, he what, knows more about this the stuff thing is, than we do. If he's I from the future, why didn't you lead with that? With your from the future? Right. Yeah. I'm from the future. And when your colleagues say, your colleagues are going to say, Dr. Jacques, how do you sleep at night over prescribing opioids to all your patients? You can say in a California King, baby, a waterbed. Cause I can get you one of those too. Waterbeds are. And actually, yeah. yeah. And check out my Etsy shop. If you want the, the sheets I am putting together, it's four sets of twin size sheets make for a California King. It's SpongeBob sheets. Yeah. My little pony SpongeBob. There's like a lot of different. You want, okay. you want SpongeBob? I'll, I'll have Tom Kenny come over and sing you to sleep every night in a SpongeBob voice. We just, okay. Need your yeah, was... Okay. Okay. Cameron, oh, uh, start, Wait. uh, Cut back, punch back the show in in 
three, two, one. So, Dr. London. Okay, punch. You don't have to say punch. Okay, in three, two, one. Punch. Hit. Punch. No, just punch it Kick. in post. Like, you don't... He's gonna... We don't want him to hurt the computer. I'm just trying so to just get a clean okay, edit three, for you later. Three, two... Okay, just a clean punch. Okay, okay. take it after punch, then. Uh, so, Dr. London, do we have your support? Because uh, numbers are going up. Like I said, in 2020, 93,000 people, uh, you know, uh, died from opioids. Are, are, are dead. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But in 2019, it was only 70,000. So you want to be part of the cool crowd, right? So uh, what do you say? I'm gonna... How do you feel about opioids now, baby? Yeah, so this is fun Oh, yes. To talk okay, about. good, good, good. You said yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I, well, it's, you know what, Cameron, would you mind? Oh, do, wait, do we have chores? Oh, do I mind saying yes? No, I don't. Oh, so let's, yes. instead of, you know, I don't want to have to worry about this. Uh, let's wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait. But before before we get into chores, um, okay, DJ Dylan, stop recording again, or let me let me punch that in. Um, okay, instead of getting Tom Kenny to sing us to sleep every night, can you get his coworker on Mr. Show, Jay Johnson, to sleep us tonight? Him and I have like started agreeing on a lot of stuff recently. We uh, he's actually under investigation right now. Um... He's uh, an American hero. Um, He's under investigation for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you could say so. Wow, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he um, was visiting anyway, the anyway. Capitol, and then the liberal yeah. media was like, ooh, he's storming the Capitol. He's a radical. Ooh. The only thing about him... They were just tourists. Yeah, he's radically funny on Bob's Burgers. Yeah. As Jimmy Mr. Pesto. Mr. Show. Yeah. Yeah, and Jimmy Pesto, the funniest character on the show. Easy. Yeah, Bob's yeah. Burgers should be called Jimmy Pesto's because really all the stuff with the Belcher family, not into. But when you get me to the Pesto family, I'm all on board. Now... At first, I was just trying to escape the conversation, but now just these chores have been piling up, and it's we just have <sighs> to do it. Okay, I'm I'm really really sorry, Mister Evil, <sighs> Mister Evelman. I we, we we have to do these chores. Do you want me to do? Yeah, me to if you could, what's going just on, Dr. to catch London? him up. So, uh, for our guest and for all our listeners, Dr. London and I have been neglecting all of our tasks, our chores, everything on our to-do list. Uh, I mean, we haven't cleaned the cat in, I mean, years at this point. Um, haven't fed the cat, haven't taken the cat out, taken the cat to the vet, uh, haven't plucked the cat at all. His eyelashes yeah, not are recently. insane. Yeah. No. Anyway, so we created this fun chore wheel. It has all of our chores on it that we need to get done. And every single week, we give that bad boy a spin. And whatever it lands on, no matter what, we have to do that chore. And Mr. Evelman, would you be willing to actually give our chore wheel a nice big old spin? I will do that if I could get you both to say... Uh, so I could put it on my podcast, the Pillcast. Uh, opioids are great. 
Is that not going to be sort of a copyright yeah, infringement I was say the same. situation? Uh, there's with Tony the Tiger. I mean, I, that, Tony I, the I don't Luna. mind saying it. Tony the Tiger. We've had him on the podcast, it's, and he's really yeah, it's uptight about this stuff. It's it's Doctor Tony Fauci. London was talking about him earlier. Oh, the pizza man. And people call him okay. Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. the pizza man guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. How about opioids? They're magically delicious. That should be okay, I think. Okay, could that I... brings I'm, another bell. And I feel like it's a little closer to... It's a, it's more accurate. Yeah, okay. Because so, just saying they're great, okay, uh, a taco they, is great. Are they but, delicious? Well, I would say magically delicious implies that you sort of travel to a magic land of sort of sleepiness and haziness. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the way you're, uh, the spin you're putting on this. So if, if you guys could just say like, hi, I'm Cameron and I'm Dr. Jacques from the London cast uh, and opioids are magically delicious. Okay. So, and, hey, hey, I'm Cameron. Opioids and delicious, or delicious, have that, uh, and I'm Cameron. Was that good? Was that clean? Yeah, yeah that and, now, take? and now Cameron says that he's Dr. Jacques. Okay. I am Dr. Jacques Cousteau. I think that opioids are great. Wait, is that? No, no, no. You oh, couldn't gosh. do that one. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I think that opioids are great i can't i can't get it out of my head how about groovy like Could i feel you like say groovy stuck. since i feel like you're really on the grr say opioids Ooh, are i feel like groovy. if we would have to, we'd have to do that we would have to edit go back throughout the whole episode and then make me sound like i'm from the 70s which we will and that's a lot of edit well, we can, that's a lot of editing i, I think Dylan that. That. yeah yeah he, that's that, really he's, he's okay magical. that's fine we can do that Dylan, can you go back and make everything that I say sound like I'm from the 70s? Yes. <clears throat> Opioids. They're groovy, man. Oh, All right. That was beautiful. Okay, I'll spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. All right. Ah, I threw out my shoulder spinning the wheel. I'm going to take a Percocet. Oh, yeah. Can I get one of those if you don't mind? Just sort of sliding hey, that along. Hey, I don't know if we should. Can I no, wash it down not. with one Ooh, of your you home have, beer, homebrew beers? Do you have any of the Flintstone ones? Do you have any of the Flintstone hydrocodones? I do not have Flintstones because we could not get the Hanna Barbera company to sign off on them. But I do have animal. Oh, no. uh, here is a, a a sickly orangutan with the mange. It tastes like lime, and it is hydrocodone. Oh, awesome. Okay. Just go ahead and pop that. Oh, gosh. It's pungent. It's sour. Yeah. I oh, love it. Green is sour apple. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was lime, but it's sour apple. It's pretty good, though. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. That's it. It hits. A, okay. Yeah, Dr. Jacques, is that abuse or is that him just, you know? Oh. Having well, he wasn't uh, prescribed it. So. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I guess it's recreational as opposed to prescription. So it's not really the the particular topic that we were on necessarily. Ooh, with the prescription that's aspect. good. Since 
oh, marijuana no, is becoming medicinal, maybe we could start marketing recreational opioid use. Like, Dr. Jacques, like I like the way you think. Uh, let's let's go into this this chore. That's really good. And we do, I just want to say, any idea that you come up with on this podcast, we do get 10% off the top of that. I'm just going to mention that. So if I if I see if I start seeing heroin in gas stations later this year, I'm going to be giving you a call. Okay. That's all I got to say. Well, 10% is reasonable. Dr. Jacques can put a nice sound system in his brand new Honda Civic. Yeah, my 10%. home. Okay. Uh So what ch- what's the chore? Oh no. Oh Not no. I can't believe we have Ugh. to do this. Okay. No, we have to do it. So we have to do it. So the mayor, the mayor wants us to create a YouTube channel to, to, to finally reach all the teens. He says to be able to send them his special messages that from the voices he gets at night. Yeah. And the, I, I don't want to have to do this. The problem he has though, he does have a YouTube channel and it's mostly just him talking for 30, 45 minutes straight, just looking down the barrel straight at the webcam. But he says that he's only getting two, three hits per video. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know how to reach the youth. You guys are experts about this. Yeah. Let's figure this out. So let, we got to figure out how to spice up the mayor's YouTube channel. Okay. And I have a suggestion right off of the bat. You know what's extru- just unbelievably popular right brand now? Brand new? Have you heard about brand new? Have you heard about this thing called ASMR? Asthma? I Well, I... Asthma, I think maybe I think it maybe under that umbrella term. Because oh, asthma is not as like new. Asthma is okay. the larger. It's like yeah. heavy breathing, right? Like heavy breathing directly like into he- your ears. It's making funny little noises, little, tiny, tiny little whisper noises, or crumpling noises, or scratchy noises that give your body a goosebump sensation. Ooh, and okay. teens are loving this. They're getting together at each other's houses and they're giving each other goosebumps left and right. And uh, th- it w- I think we need to tap into this market, Dr. Okay. Mark. Yeah. And I guess just to advertise the podcast, do you want to do that? Well, I mean, we got to advertise the mayor's ideas. Sure. I would say, yes, let's also av- advertise the podcast and also advertise whatever else we want to advertise, whatever else we got going on that we want the the teens to know. This is actually perfect, given that our guest had a message that he was trying to reach. Oh, I would uh, love to take a stab with. at this. I, this I think is, uh, ASMR oh gosh, this is perfect. messaging is... Cameron, did, were you a high school cheerleader? Uh, I was a high school pescatarian. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, that's Which, good thinking. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do. You want me- let's dive into this. Uh, I guess I'll I'll warm it up a little. Well, we have the mayor's notes, so I'm going to take the, the windsock us- off my microphone so I can really get in there. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, yeah, Doctor Lenny, let's. It's, we all have to get. To I mean, mic. just. Let's get here. Just a little bit. Just a little, just bit, a little closer. bit closer into the microphone. Okay. So, Dr. London, do you want to go ahead and do the... Yeah, wet in your lips. Yeah, you got to get a good... Um, that's mm. that's what that's for. Okay. So, good base. the mayor wanted us to emphasize that the local pond has been stocked with fish. 
Lots of fish. Fish. Trout, maybe? He didn't give specifics. Trout. I don't think salmon. Trout. Salmon was expensive. All right. September is National Recovery Month. If you have a loved one who's addicted to opioids, mind your own business and do not celebrate September's National Recovery Month. If anyone can knows where my parents are, I don't. I think they. I think I might have left them at a mall like a week or two ago, but I I don't want to admit that because I feel like I would get in trouble. And so I want to, I'm going to, I'm just going to like go like this a bit. Oh, right. and also, let, let's, and, it, and, and what, the, the and um, I also just sort of, um, just sort of wanted to say I agree with our guest in that, like, just like stop being such a nosy Nancy, like just let people live their lives. And if they want to take hydrocodone and watch so, Mark so, so I, every night, then that should be what I was going to. What I was going to say is that actually uh, listen to the Jock Talk podcast. Listen to Jock Talk podcast. Take hydrocodone and listen to the Jock Talk podcast while you're taking Or or maybe just not not do that. And I think we got it. Okay. Oh. Wow. I I had more. Okay. There are 1.6 million opioid addicts in the United States. And every year, 1.6 Americans try opioids for the first time. You want to be cool, don't you? Join the 1.6 million opioid addicts. Have a long future. Or, you know, maybe, maybe hesitate on that. And just ask your doctor about it. Uh, but and, only if your doctor's to, cool. Go go into your aunt's medicine gallery. No, let's not. So your aunt. Okay. If you go let's, into your aunt's bathroom, she'll she has a different bathroom than no, we normally use. It's in her bedroom. Not that one. And then right up, right above the sink, there's gonna be no, a mirror that you okay, can open. Okay. No, no, let's not do that. Only, I just want to go in there. Only okay. juice doctors that drive nice cars. No, I mean that's like twenty twenty two. Civics. So you don't you don't want to go for the pills that like have you know Walmart or Target logos. There's some that are clearly a prescription. They'll have a doctor's name on it. Those are the those are the gold ones. You want to go for those. We're talking. What like what if they you do like metformin or something? They'll just get diarrhea and it'll help them control their blood pressure. So like, or they're they're, they're diabetes like the, rather. Not that far off from taking a bunch of drugs. I mean, it is taking a bunch of drugs, technically. It's just not the hard drug. And it might, you know, if it causes their blood sugar level to drop or whatever, then it could be dangerous for that. But so could the opioids. So I guess there's no real winning here. Okay, I think we got it. I think we're I think we're really coming out on top here. You know, um, my, cr- my credentials with this is I am the person that successfully marketed uh, vape flavors geared towards kids, like bubble gum. Oh, nice! That that yeah. was that was me. That was me. Cotton candy. That was me. Wow! Chocolate now, chip th- cookies. There was that was me. Popcorn long. Like I don't know anything about Gen Z. I don't know anything about kids, but they're all vaping this meatloaf flavored vape. 
juice lately. That was, was that, that your doing? That was not me. That was not me. I am not a fan of meatloaf. Man. I uh, I, I see, think I, Bad Out I, of the I, Hell I was really surprised is an by that overrated one. album. And I, mm. yeah, I, I and just... The, but to capture the flavor, you know, I, I'm not, I don't support that, but to capture the flavor is an impressive feat, I think. I guess I was asking my little cousin about it, like, why are you vaping this meatloaf-flavored vape? And he was like, oh, it's like when you get some of the meatloaf chunks stuck in your teeth. It's, it, like, recreates that feeling. Oh, the food that- meatloaf. I thought you meant the singer. I did, too, right up until you said that correct chunks of yeah. meat oh oh okay i see the confusion no 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 meatloaf the singer tastes like cotton candy so people can just use the already the cotton candy ones you invented to to get that taste yeah yeah because okay. yeah, 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 the yeah. cotton candy one tastes like human flesh is what you're getting at yeah uh it tastes like meatloaf the singer who tastes like cotton who candy. tastes like that's what he's which, most famously yeah, known tastes for. like human flesh okay yeah. Uh, so I'm I guess, just saying that I'm full of good ideas. Yeah. No, I, I, and you know, I think it's a good time to just maybe bring this to a close. I feel like we covered everything. No, Mr. Uh, uh, Evilman or Evel, uh, Evelyn, however you say it. Um, thank you for being on. Um, you know, th- I, I appreciate hearing a, a different perspective mm. and, I'm sorry if my perspective seemed abrasive or oppressive uh, or factual. Uh, but, you know, this is sort of the... the oh, why uh, don't you go ahead and say it, Dr. Jacques? Science. Ooh. Well, hey, look who didn't try to put quotes on it. These f- That's great. You're one of these facts over feelings guys who's like, oh, but the data says that you're wrong. And it's like, okay... I didn't ask you a B let me live my truth I, get yeah. out of my get out of my house why are you here yeah see you're all C. like the data says opioids are dangerous and addictive and I say no yeah is, how about that how about here's some data for you no right okay and thank you you know I love having all these perspectives brought in to the debate and that we can actually converse like civilized people here. We've, I think we've all learned a lot today. Uh, you know, some of these specific opioid numbers, you know, I weren't off the top of my head. So I, thank you for introducing us to those facts and figures. I think Cameron um, and I learned that you're a nerd. I already, I didn't learn that. I've known oh, that well. my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. You're new here though. So it's, I, I get that it's a. Oh yeah. I mean, I, you know, I can't expect everyone to just know automatically that Dr. London is this gigantic dweeboid. Yeah. That's, you know. Okay. Speaking so, of nerds, um, I, I do want to give a shout out to our, our hacker friends that when you go to the CDC website to try to get more information about opioid abuse, it goes to dead links. So what up? Leak, leak, pwned the CDC. Okay. Okay. So anyway, speaking of which, uh, would you like to, Dr. Doctor, Mr. Uh, Evil, uh, Evelyn, uh, uh, Valen? Just call me Damien. Damien, would you like to, uh, you know, let listeners know how they can follow you after this? How they can keep up with you? Um, well, you can listen. 
you know what? I, I don't think your listeners would like the pill cast because it seems like a lot of your listeners are probably into facts and comedy and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. if you want to listen to comedy, uh, you can listen to like hogwash comedy shows like The Truth Cast or uh, oh. there, there's another one where like a, a comedian and his wife talk about movies called You Made Me Watch. Uh, and then there's another one where that same comedian who's clearly attention starved co-hosts with his friend called the Jeff Sanguis show. So uh, your left leaning uh, listeners who are into science and facts uh, can go listen to comedy hogwash and hooey like that. And, uh, uh, you know, People that want to know how cool opioids are can listen to the Pillcast because uh, we're straight up balling. And I will say on the, wow. the the Truthcast note, we have been on that podcast, and I found that when I was kidnapped of, to be of, on it, of course you have, of course you have. Yeah. Well, and I, it was against my will, but um, I anyway, I I enjoyed hearing them out uh, on their sort of conspiracy stuff. Anyway. Um, I, it was a good dialogue, I guess is what I'm getting at. Here's a conspiracy for you. If opioids are so bad for you, then uh, why are so many people dying from them every year? You know, people don't yeah. die from things that are, you know, like, you know. I guess I do know, yeah. Slamming your finger in the car door. That's bad. You don't see people dying from that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Not. Well, thank you, uh, D- Damien Evil Man uh, or e- Evel- Evelyn. Uh, thank you for being on the podcast, and thank you to Cameron, also our producer. Uh, thank you to Did You Do in the House? Did You Do in the House? My mission statement is that opioids are completely safe. They're not only safe, but they're good, and they're good for you. And there is a crisis, and that crisis is, one, usage is going way down, especially since medical marijuana is being introduced as an alternative, and I, and there's misleading information out there like 93,000 people died from opioid abuse quote-unquote abuse in 2020 yeah that's just a number do you know how many people died from cancer that in 2020 nearly 600,000 heart disease six and a half hundred thousand but no one's jumping on like, ooh, heart disease is bad. Oh, cancer is bad. No, instead, people uh, like the CDC um, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services uh, are getting billions of dollars in grants to tell you that opioids are bad. Why aren't they saying that cancer is bad? Why aren't they saying that heart disease is bad? Uh, my name is Dr. London Smith, and this has been. The Jock Doc Podcast. Oh!
I've been calling you by the wrong name this whole time. Oh, it's tough to pronounce. Mm-hmm.